Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Go Ask Alley, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Allie Wentworth, and you're listening to Go Ask Allie, where this season I'm asking, how do you grow a healthy relationship with a loved one, with an aging parent? And yes, your yoga instructor counts too. In this episode, we're going inward. That's a sentence I never thought I would hear come out of my mouth, but we're going inward to explore spirituality and more specifically, karma. My guest today is yogi, mystic, and internationally renowned speaker, Sadhguru. Named one of India's 50 most influential people, Sadhguru's work has touched the lives of millions worldwide through his transformational programs. Sadhguru is the author of the New York Times bestseller, Inner Engineering, A Yogi's Guide to Joy. He has been an influential voice at leading educational institutions, as well as major global forums, including the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, addressing issues as diverse as socioeconomic development, leadership, and spirituality. Sadhguru's new book, Karma, A Yogi's Guide to Crafting Your Destiny, is out now. So, first of all, Sadhguru, thank you for joining me. And your new book, Karma, A Yogi's Guide to Crafting Your Destiny, is fascinating and dense. And for the sake of this podcast, I'd like to kind of focus on the basics of karma because you're going to find that when you're talking to me, I am like a baby when it comes to this. <laughs> this is, it's all new. I grew up uh, in an Episcopalian house. So I was taught good and bad and God watches over you. So this is a whole 
a whole new thing for me to explore with you. And I think particularly now, sort of towards the end of this pandemic, people really need to change their lives. They need to focus on self-transformation. So I think this is incredibly pertinent for the time we're living in. So let's start with karma, because when I received your book, Karma, I thought, okay, well, I know what karma is. Karma is a moral structure. I'm sure you've heard this a million times from people that karma, you know, most people think is, oh, if you do something bad, you'll be punished for it. If I'm mean to this person, karma will be that somehow that meanness will come back and get me. Isn't that what you hear over and over that people think karma is? Yes, largely, particularly in this part of the world, people understand this as a reward and punishment system. Mm-hmm. Because this whole psyche comes from the basis of bad people will be sent to hell, good people will go to heaven, and here good only pleasant things happen, there only unpleasant things happen. But now that, you know, uh, let me address this pandemic first because you brought that forth. Right mm. now the world is reeling under that, particularly India is really oh. being battered right now, unfortunately. Yeah. We went through the first wave pretty well, but the second one is really beyond what anybody estimated. And every day, 10 to 12 people that I know are dying. Every day. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's just like that. And why is that? Is it people not being vaccinated fast enough? See, we have vaccinated nearly 150 million people. Mm -hmm. But we are 1.4 billion people. And in this, there are campaigns running on social media who are anti-vax who say somebody is making money. Of course, somebody is making money. Whatever happens, somebody makes money. And that's why the world keeps running. I'm not for or against that. But I'm saying in this calamity that's happening to us, we are a calamity ourselves, that we work against ourselves. We kind of put impediments, all kinds of things. There are religious meetings. There are political meetings. There are people who want to have a party, Mm -hmm. no matter what you tell them, (laughs) all right? Probably it's more rigidly enforced in India than anywhere else, more forcefully enforced in spite of that. But I think what we underestimated was this particular variant. Last time we handled it pretty well, so we thought one more way, what's the problem? Mm -hmm. But this particular variant is like really taking life in a big way. I'm so sorry. And anyway, for coming to karma from that, see, in a way, what we call as karma is just largely, not only, largely unconscious software that you write for yourself. Whatever you wrote unconsciously, if you are willing, you can write or rewrite consciously, isn't it? From the childhood, you said uh, a certain kind of upbringing. This is one thing that you hear largely only in the West, not in the East at all. If you talk to anybody, people will say, I was raised this way. See, you should not raise a human being. You raise cattle, you raise sheep, you don't raise human beings. A human being has to be nurtured because each one is a different possibility. It's not a herd that you're raising. If uh, I heard that you have two children, you know how different they are. Same genetics, same food, probably same school, but you know how different they are. Completely different, completely different. You cannot raise both of them in the same incubator. Mm Mm-hmm. It it is, I'm saying they're individuals, you have to nurture them to their fullest possibilities that they are. So this is the nature of the human being. All this karma business comes into uh, an impactful play only because human life is not 
as structured as the life of other creatures. For example, if you look at all the other creatures on this planet, their life, 90% of who they are is fixed by nature. 10% latitude to express their individual natures is available. But for the human being, only 10% is fixed, 90% is left in your hands. This is karma. If you perform this karma consciously, you will craft your destiny. If you perform this karma unconsciously, then you will live accidentally and you think somebody is hitting you from the skies. Uh -huh. For example, from the moment you woke up, your body has been doing activity, which is karma. Your mind is doing its own activity, karma. Your emotions are doing their own stuff, that is karma. Your life energies are doing its own thing, that is also karma. Four dimensions of karma are happening to you every moment of your life. Both in sleep and wakefulness, it's happening. But from in these last six, seven hours of wakefulness, how much of that karma have you performed consciously? If you look at this, for almost every human being on the planet, it's well below one percent. Mm -hmm. What this means is it becomes accidental. Once life process becomes accidental, anxiety is normal. Fear is normal. Graduating into terror is not far away. So this is how the world has become and everybody is now writing philosophies, how anxiety is normal, how fearfulness is normal. It is not normal, you're living accidentally, so it seems to be normal. When you live accidentally, everything will be fearful and anxious. Well, let me ask you a question. What if I'm riding a bike and my eyes are open and somebody crashes into me? How, how is that my karma or their karma? That is the karma. That is the bad karma of choosing to live in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's bad karma that I married my husband who has a job. That no, 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 I'm not going that far. <laughs> See, first of all, karma is neither good nor bad. It is just the residual impact of the actions that we have performed. We must understand what happens to us in the world, whether somebody crashes into us or somebody does wonderful things to us, it is not all ours. There is a social and global karma happening. Or in other words, what happens in your life, in the surroundings of your life, is not 100% yours. But how you experience it is 100% yours. Once you determine how you experience is totally in your hands, then you will see your ability to determine what's happening around you is significantly enhanced. So... Explain, you talk about it in your book. So basically, my karma is my complex domain. Yes? Meaning it's all consuming. It's all encompassing when it comes to my life. Karma means on one level, it is just memory. Let's say you buy a new computer, which has all the mechanicals, you know, the hardware of it, everything is there. But there is no software. So it is no good. It's just a stone tablet as good as that. Mm -hmm. So it's only by putting software, it starts coming alive in so many different ways. It is able to do things that you cannot imagine. So how did this happen? Just accumulation of memory. That is the same truth with you also. It is accumulation of memory. When I say memory, there is evolutionary memory within you. There is genetic memory within you. There is karmic memory. There is articulate and inarticulate memory. Conscious, unconscious, and subconscious levels of memories. Eight forms of memories rule from within you. So if all this is there, what has happened is, 
you become like an automated machine. This is who I am. You call this your personality, but actually it's automation of the being that you are. That you can only think like this, you can only like this, you can only dislike this, you can only love these people, you cannot love these people, this is where I belong, this is where I don't belong. This is automation of life. This is good for survival. If you want to just survive, this is quite fine because everything is automated, you don't have to think anything. There are many people who walk into the local breakfast place, they don't even have to order. The hostess or whoever is there, they looks at them and they know what they eat. Every day, same thing they will eat because it's determined, which makes your life simple. You are who you are only because of your karma. But the longing within the human being is always to be something more than who you are right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wherever you are, you want to be something more. But that is crippled. So what we are talking about right now is there is a whole lot of software mm-hmm. that you call as myself right now. This is your personality. Your software should be like a stage upon which you stand and you can do your own dance. But right now, this software is not firm enough that you sink into the stage. If you sink into the stage, then you are stuck. This is how most people are experiencing their life. Their past experiences of life is determining how they live today and how they will live tomorrow. What happened yesterday, whether it is beautiful or horrendous, it doesn't matter. Does it enrich your life or does it make you get stuck? This decides whether you are entangled with karma or you are using karma to transcend. Does previous experiences of life leave you wounded or wise? This is a choice that we have. This choice we can exercise right now. Whatever your karma, my karma in all these years doesn't matter. But this moment, if we are willing, we can transcend that if we bring the necessary consciousness to it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got some (laughs) questions here. So, so we look at the software and you're saying that any kind of uh, trauma or genetic dispositions that we've inherited are already there, right? They're hardwired into who we are. But you're saying that we can actually change all that, right? They don't use the hardwire because the hardware, okay. hardware doesn't have information. It's only the software which has information. But it may be, it may be loaded on your hard disk. It is there in your DNA, it is there in your genetics. But very easily a human being can transcend this because what is fixed within you is only 10%. 90% is left open to you. Okay, so what if you inherit physical issues, diseases, or what about addiction? What about things that you're not necessarily responsible for but are inherited or given to you? Ali, can you run as fast as Mr. Bolt? Usain Bolt? No. So, are you handicapped? No. Compared to him, you are. If you keep Usain Bolt as the standard of a human being, both you and me are seriously handicapped, aren't we? Yes. So, shall we sit here and cry we can't run as fast as Usain Bolt? No. No, we just enjoy watching him run, that's it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's the same thing with every aspect of our life. There are so many things you can do, I cannot do. There are so many things I can do that you cannot do. I don't have to look at you and cry, I'm not able to do that. Nor do you have to look at me and cry. So somebody might have come with two legs, somebody might have come with one, somebody with none. But I'm saying, what you can do in the world, cannot do in the world, is always subject to various realities. Even if you have all the four limbs and a big brain, still what you can do, depends on the times in which you have landed, in the geographies in which you have landed, 
in the kind of situations you have landed, all these things will determine. But how you experience your life is one hundred percent in your hands. If you don't have four limbs, you can st still sit here joyfully. <laughs> yes, what I can do is seriously impeded, but I can still sit here joyfully. If I sit here joyfully, my hands and legs may not function, my brain may function very wonderfully well. Unfolding of genius, human genius will happen only when there is no fear of suffering. And no fear of suffering will happen to you only when you're joyful by your own nature. This is karma. What has happened in the past, what life has put you into, what life situations you've landed up into, this is not always our doing. Like you said, some of you are riding a bicycle, somebody comes and hits you. Something else happens. In the world, so many things happen. Okay, we didn't invite the pandemic. It's come. We've lost so many people who are dear to us. Yes, but now, how we experience this? Will we use this to become wiser? Or will we use this to become wounded? This choice we have, exercising this choice is karma. It's interesting because when I hear you talk about this, I think this is what capitalism is built on, the opposite of what you're saying. You know, in, in Western culture, y you know, they rely on us to want, if I have this car, I'll be happy. If I look like her, <laughs> I'll be happy. And it really, though, it's, yeah. it's all what capitalism is based on. There is more money and activity on yoga wear than yoga, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I actually own yoga pants and I don't do yoga. So that is very true. <laughs> it's so comfortable, though. Um, talk to me about the predictability of karma. And, you know, I love that story you tell about how before students come into a classroom, you can pretty much tell where everybody's going to sit. <laughs> right? Explain that. Do you have a pet at home, like a dog or something? Yes, I have a dog who's my second husband. <laughs> well, uh, you see, uh, you take him to a new place. In your home, you may not be able to notice it. Take him to a new place. He will sniff around, he will look around here, there, there. And he will select a place and sit down only there. He will not just sit down wherever. He will feel the place around. Where he is most comfortable, he will sit. So, human beings may not sniff around, but they have their own way of figuring this out. So, actually, when we create powerful meditation places, we just tell people, spend some time before you settle down. Choose a place where you will be most comfortable. And when they sit down, I will tell them, that's not the place for you. You must sit in just the opposite place because you come for comfort, <laughs> not for transformation. Transformation is never comfortable, it's liberating. But it's not about comfort. So I was just, uh, you know, somebody today morning sent me a motorcycle and they said, Sadhguru, please write something on my motorcycle and sign it because I want to sell it for a premium price. <laughs> 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 and did you do it? Yes, I, I just wrote. <laughs> I just wrote four wheels for comfort, two wheels for love of life. <laughs> There's a lot more to come after this short break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. 
Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. And we're back. You have a motorcycle, yes? Yes, yes. I ride most of the time. <laughs> have you ever been in an accident? Uh, just recently I was riding in India. And a wild tusker came on the road. I stopped. I know how to deal with this. I've been in these situations many times. So I'm just putting on the side stand to get down. Another motorcycle was coming behind me. He sees the elephant and panics and comes and bangs into me. <laughs> the elephant gets excited by this clash and starts charging us. And I'm right there within 40, 50 feet away. Wow. And fortunately, some trucks and others honk their horns really loudly and the elephant went away. So if I look at this story with you see the elephant, you put on your brakes, somebody hits you from behind. The loudness makes the elephant want to come charge you. Can you sort of explain the karma of that situation? I would say, oh, you have good karma because you weren't 
hurt. Yes, I have very good karma because my left foot was stuck under the motorcycle and I'm trying to pull it out. The motorcycle weighs uh, 260 kilograms. I can't lift it. I tried. I couldn't lift it, but the elephant is coming. Then I had the good karma of seeing that all I have to do is rock the motorcycle from behind. So I put my weight on the rear end of the motorcycle and it lifted up and I got my foot out and came back to a security jeep which was behind me. So that was my good karma. I have sense that I don't panic in any kind of situation. <laughs> right, which you, you write about, which we should all pause before, right? We, we were supposed to take a moment before we... React? Oh, if you pause, the elephant will would have crushed me. Well, see, now you know how confused I am about karma. Yes, in that <laughs> moment, but in terms of making decisions, sort of life decisions, aren't we supposed to pause for a moment? Uh, take a breath before? I think pause will happen to us in the end. Okay, our life will pause. Okay. Right now it's on. There's no need to pause. All it needs is an equanimous mind. That is, you are not in a state of uh, agitated reaction. Mm -hmm. Because human intelligence is capable of doing things which are most incredible. But people are doing these things once in a way in sparks. Here and there, they have sparks of genius functioning. When we say genius, people think they must create something. They must make an art piece or they must make music or they must do this or that. No. You can have your genius functioning every moment of your life. How you drive that bicycle when you were riding that New Yorker who wants to come and crash into you, if you are riding in a certain way, you can easily dodge that guy. I'm saying, I'm saying this was this elephant situation, people thought this is the end of it because the elephant was about 150, 160 feet away. By the time I got my foot out, it was just 40 feet away. In another three seconds, it would be upon me, you know. But I screamed, honk the horn. So they were all panicking and somebody just put their hand down on the horn. That noise to kind of put off the elephant and it went backwards. So I'm saying uh, it is just that you are alert to situations. Whether you live or you die, the important thing is you're equanimous. If you're equanimous, you will do the best possible thing. There is no such thing as the best thing. The best possible thing that you can do in a given moment is really sparking of your genius every moment of your life. Whether you're doing something significant, spectacular, or just mundane, you still can do it in a very fantastic way, I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Why do some people suffer more than others, though? Can I tell you my problem, Ali? Please, please, I'm a therapist as well. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> See, uh, when I was 25 years of age, one day I suddenly realized I was just sitting on a hill and I just burst into a certain experience within myself where every cell in my body was dripping ecstasy. I stayed like this for a few hours. Then when I shook my head, what's happening to me? I thought I'm going off my rocker. When I asked my closest friends, something like this is happening to me when I shared this, I said, hey, come on, what did you drink? What did you pop? Because this is 60s and 70s, you know. Uh, this is a kind of question. Mm, yeah. I knew that there was nobody around me who could tell me what's happening. All I knew was, I've hit something fantastic and I don't want to miss that. Then I experimented with myself, what is it? What is it? In one moment, you're just so mundane. In another moment, you're so spectacular. What is this? Then I realized, if I don't just mess with my mind, if I simply sit here, life is spectacular, it's bursting on all levels. The problem is, 
this mind is sitting like a rock upon your head, which just brings down everything. See, just see a five, six-year-old child, what a spectacular life it is, and how adults have become like this, because they are not able to carry the weight of their own mind. This is karma. So, I kept my mind down that day and have not put it on again. <laughs> Just to look substantial, I'm, these days I'm wearing a turban, you know? <laughs> anyway, so on that day when this happened, when I realized every human being can live in an ecstatic manner, if only they're willing, and I thought, why wouldn't anybody be willing? I was twenty-five, and I thought, who would not be willing for something so spectacular within themselves? Then I sat down and made a plan. <laughs> At that time, the world's population was 5.6 billion people. I sat down and made a plan geographically around the world. It will take me just two and a half years to make the whole world ecstatic. From that day, I closed down my business, everything that I was doing. I left the town where I was living and started wanting to share this. It's only then I slowly realized how deeply people are invested in their own miseries and suffering, you know. They're so invested. Even if you offer them the greatest thing, Karma won't let them go beyond that. They need to unglue themselves from their karmic structure. Because karma is the only thing you have. See, who you are right now, the kind of person that you are, your language, your emotion, your thought, everything that you are, is only your karmic memory. If I wipe out this memory, you really have nothing that you can call myself. So that is the problem. People do not know how to stand on the stage of their karma and do their fresh dance. Their feet are sinking into the stage and they feel crippled. When you are a child, five, six years of age, such exuberant and spectacular life. See, by the time they're thirty, their faces have become long. If at five you are so joyful, by the time you are thirty, you should have been ecstatic if you graduated, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But but people would say, but that's but that's life, you know. I could be an ecstatic five-year-old girl, but then I grow up and there's money issues and I have to work in a factory all day and marry somebody I don't love. And my, you know, my child was, was born with problems and, you know, life, as we say, has dealt me a bad hand. See, if you know all these things, well, you need not marry, you need not have a child, uh, you need not do any of those things that cause trouble to you and just live spectacular. But if you have nothing to do, if all these things that you complain about, your job, your family, your husband, your wife, your child, the things that you complain about, if we take them away today, you know how miserable you will be? I think very miserable, right? Yes. So right now, see, it seems some studies are saying 70% of the American people hate their jobs, not dislike, they hate their jobs. So if you get fired, will you walk joyfully on the street? No. Right now, pandemic on, People were complaining about going to work. Now home sweet home, stay home. Oh my God, what suffering? So I'm saying the suffering is not in your life arrangement. The suffering is in the way you're keeping your mind. I see. Because whether it's joy or suffering, pain or pleasure, agony or ecstasy, only comes from within you. Human experience is manufactured within you. If you understand this, you can manufacture what you want. If you think it's happening to you, it will never be fixed, isn't it? Because never the world is going to happen 100% the way you want it or I want. Okay, I stand before you today and I'm ready to plunge into my present, to fix my destination. How do I do that? 
how do I how do I become as evolved and as ecstatic as you? <laughs> Don't use the word evolved. Maybe ecstatic because then I have to grow some horns or something. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. <laughs> you look pretty human to me. So let's leave evolution. <laughs> ecstatic, yes. Now let's make it very clear. Human experience is caused from within, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If only. See, suppose you have no control over your hand. This hand keeps slapping you in your face. Can you live well? No. Your hand is out of control and starts slapping you in the face. Not somebody else, your hand. Yeah, I don't like that. That hurts. Not just, not just not like it, it will be the worst misery, isn't it? Well, it, the worst misery would be if both hands were slapping me in the face. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a fist. <laughs> okay, the fist, yes, it's misery. <laughs> All right. What you call as human misery is essentially that as this hand is out of control and causes misery, their thoughts and emotions are out of control and causing misery. If you could think the way you want right now, would you be miserable? No. If you can think and feel the way you want this moment, would you be miserable? Definitely not. No. But still, this doesn't mean everything in your life is happening perfectly as you want it. It never happens to anybody. Only one who has not lived his life has such ideals that life should be perfect, everything, all arrangements. That means you've not lived in this world. If you've lived in this world, even if they're just two people in the family, if life happens 51% your way, you have the controlling stake, you're doing great. If you expect 100%, nobody will be around you. Okay. This is the nature of life. Mm-hmm. So life around us need not happen exactly the way we think it should happen. But we should be able to think and feel the way we want to think and feel, isn't it? Yes. If you think and feel the way you want, you will naturally be blissful. Yes, as long as I'm not arrested or anything, yes. Even if you're arrested, there are people who lived in Nazi camps, knowing fully well tomorrow they're going to gas timber, but still they cheered up everybody, they lived joyfully even there. There have been people like this. Mm-hmm. There cannot be a worse situation than that. But even in that kind of situation, some human beings have exhibited their ability to live well even in the worst possible condition, isn't yes. it? You know, we we have a program called Inner, Prison, Inner Freedom for Imprisoned. Our programs are now mandatory in most of the South Indian uh, prisons. And even here, we work in Pennsylvania and Kentucky for some time. And uh, now I can show you thousands of prisoners who are immensely suffering their incarceration because many of them have come for murder or more. They are for life. Life means 20 years, 50, 60 years kind of imprisonment. That means they're going to live there always. When I went in and started, uh, you know, doing some work with them, they started writing poems. One particular poem stuck in my mind. This guy had committed three murders in the courthouse. So, uh, he wrote a poem saying that every day in the evening when the cell door closes, I thought this is my grave. But now, I close my eyes and this has become my Bodhi tree. Now, uh, officers sometimes came and joked with me, Sadhguru, you are making life so good for them in the prison. What is the point? I said the point of the prison is not to enjoy somebody's suffering. The point of the prison is to correct them. It's a correctional center in many ways. The point of the prison is to transform a human being, not to condemn a human being. Unfortunately, we've always been thinking we have to condemn somebody. But in a way, if you look at it, all of us are criminals 
as far as other creatures are concerned on this planet. If you ask the ants to take a judgment on us, they will say we are the worst criminals. You take the buffaloes in America, they will say we are the worst criminals. You take other creatures everywhere in the world, all of them will declare us as we are the worst possible criminals and vandals on the planet, isn't it? Yes. But we are not incarcerated, we are incarcerated in our own minds. So this is karma. To liberate yourself from that incarceration is going beyond karma. For this, you don't have to fix everything that's happened till now. You cannot fix it. Nobody can fix an yesterday. That is the meaning of past. What is past cannot be fixed. What is now can only be experienced. What is next can be created. May I ask how you were able to take a prisoner who, from the outside, one would think would be incredibly depressed and maybe even suicidal based on his fate and change that? One simple way of looking at it is this. This human mechanism, it is the most sophisticated and complex chemical factory on the planet. You agree with me? Yes, very much so. So, every human experience, whether pain or pleasure, has a chemical basis to it. Joy or misery has a chemical basis to it. Agony or ecstasy has a chemical basis to it. Otherwise, all your medications would mean nothing. It's only you trying to change the chemistry by introducing some external medicine, isn't it? How did you know I was on medication? It's obvious, come on. <laughs> so, so uh, now the important thing is, are you a very good CEO of this complex chemical system or are you a lousy CEO? That's all the question is. So we can teach you a simple thing with which your chemistry will become blissful within four to six weeks of practice. Every day, millions of people, when they close their eyes in the morning, tears of ecstasy are washing their cheeks. This is my greatest achievement in life. Rest is all other thing. Can you explain the feeling of ecstasy? Can you tell me what, you, what your mind is doing and your body is doing when you talk about this place of ecstasy? See, it's like this. If your body becomes pleasant, we will say you're in good health. If it becomes very pleasant, we will say you are in pleasure. These things can be measured today, both with neurological impulses and chemical studies, blood chemistry. Are you in a state of health? Are you in a state of pleasure? So it can be done. If your mind becomes pleasant, we call this peace. If it becomes very pleasant, we call this joy. If your emotions become pleasant, we call this love. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it compassion. If your very life energies become pleasant, we call this blissfulness. If it becomes very pleasant, we call it ecstasy. So when your very life energies reverberate in highest level of pleasantness, that if you sit here, you are just, you know, totally on. When you're like this, what is the life situation around you does not affect you. This doesn't mean you can't fix it. You can. Actually, your ability to fix this is much more simply because you are no more a vested interest. You just fix it because it needs to be fixed, but it has no burden on you. Mm -hmm. So, whenever you are joyful, not even ecstatic, when you are joyful, whatever you are doing out of that as an expression of that is never ever burdensome, isn't it? And is this a choice? Can you make a choice to be this Yes, way? but you must also support it. 
by creating the right kind of chemistry. Because your chemical patterns right now may be happening because of past impressions, and the past impressions may be so strong that even if you change your attitude, it may not change. So you need to change the chemical process. Mm -hmm. So there are significant yogic processes. When I say yogic, I'm not talking about... Uh, do you have Lululemon? What brand do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I have a few different brands. Don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. You're not talking about that kind of yoga. Yes, not that kind of yoga. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more Go Ask Alley. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Welcome back. 
The word yoga literally means union. You are right now an individual. This is my body, that's your body. This is my mind, that's your mind. No way this body will ever become like yours. No way that mind will ever become like mine. Trying to make it compatible is a foolish idea, which the Western societies are trying very hard to do, and the disappointments are too many. <laughs> but what we need to understand is, in body and mind, we will always be different, and that is the most wonderful thing in the world. If my body and your body exactly same, my mind and your mind exactly same, we will want to die. You have captured a certain amount of life, I have captured a certain amount. Now, yoga means you are seeing how to enhance this life so that it becomes large enough and the distinction of body and mind is not an obstruction in my life, that I can be one with everything around me because life has become so large within myself. So, if you begin to experience everything as a part of you in some sense, there is a glass of… Uh, there is water in this. This water is not me, but if I drink it, it becomes me. All that happened is that what was outside, I took it inside. Yoga means to undo this boundary consciously so that if you sit here, you're experiencing everything as yourself. So, if you experience everything as yourself even for one moment in your life, after that, you will not need any moral teaching. Be good to people, don't harm them. All these teachings will be meaningless because whatever you see as myself, with that there is no conflict, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So, the experience is in the mental scape to take a place where you are not identified with the stuff that you carry. You use the stuff that you carry, but you are not identified with it. The moment you get identified, after that, you can't stop the non-stop flow of your mind. I call this mental diarrhea. People are having mental diarrhea. They don't understand why. If you eat bad food, ingest bad food into the stomach, then you will have physical diarrhea, it tires you. If you put bad food into your mind, you will have mental diarrhea and it tires you. People are always sapped out of energy, not because they're doing something significant, simply because they're having a diarrhea and it's very tiring. Just living has become so tiring. United States of America, <laughs> yesterday I was telling somebody, they were talking about heaven and hell. See, I said, you ask anybody in the world, especially the youth, do they want to go to heaven? They don't want to go to heaven, they want to go to United States. <laughs> because in their mind, yeah. they think that is heaven. But ask the people who are living in heaven, oh my God, they're whining like nobody. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. So, I'm saying the arrangements are better to such a point, other people think it's heaven. But heavenly dwellers are all suffering immensely, they think it should be some other way. So, I'm saying whichever way you arrange the outside, human beings are not going to settle. This needs to be engineered a little bit. I wanted to ask you about, um, I have aging parents that I'm dealing with now, and I'm thinking about <clears throat> the idea of memory loss. And does that affect the software? For example, I think about my mother now, who's almost 90, because we, as human beings, go, oh, well, this is who I am. I live in New York, and I am married to him, and I do this. And she's starting to lose all that. You know, it's almost like a, a rebirth, for a lack of a better word. And I know that you, you write about memory loss. 
Does it make it easier, you know, for someone who has Alzheimer's or dementia to sort of get into this ecstatic place? Yeah, this once again depends on the nature and the quality of different layers of karma that one has. Uh, I'm sorry if I speak a little clinically, this is not to offend you because it's your mother, all right? Uh, you can't offend me because I'm in an ecstatic state. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are many layers of memory. The topmost layer of memory is what, what has happened in the, let's say, last 25 years or 50 years of one's life, the relationships, the engagements, the pleasant experiences, unpleasant experiences. This is the most surface part of their memory. But you will see people will be living in comfortable situations, but in many moments, the way they behave, you cannot understand why the hell are they doing this? Because they have deeper layers of memory, which plays up. Like once in a way, it just comes to the surface like that. Uh, you know, I know this well because I've been speaking to lots of doctors about this. They don't know whether they're children or they're old. They don't know whether they're teenagers or they're really geriatric people. They don't understand. They start saying things which they would have said when they were 16, 18, because their st structure of the memory is kind of become loose. In your memory ladder, you're climbing. You became a teenager, you became an adult, you got married, you got children, now you're a mother, now you'll be a grandmother, now you'll be this, you'll be that. This is all the ladder of memory. When this ladder kind of loses its structure, the pieces are all there, but not in the order that you understand, not in the order that you can make sense out of it. So that is what would be happening. So how will this affect that person? Will they become wonderfully pleasant or unpleasant or how? This depends on the next layers of karma, how it is. If it is very pleasant structure underneath, you will see like they will become joyful like little children. If the deeper structure is not like that, it will come out in a different way. What can we do about it? I would say once memory loss has started happening, the only thing you can work with them is to change their chemistry. This can be done, but maybe if you teach them a practice, they cannot even remember that practice. Every day you have to sit with them and make them do it. If you do this, you can change the quality. That's a lot of work for anybody. Certain amount of dedication is needed to bring that effect. By themselves, they may not be able to sustain any practice which will change their fundamental chemistry into a more pleasant atmosphere. But if the deeper layers are wonderful layers, nobody can determine that just even if you go to a psychoanalysis, whatever, you cannot because that is still just a surface layer, little bottom of the surface. What is deep inside in terms of evolutionary and genetic memory, what happened 10,000 years ago still lives within you in some way. It's not gone. This is what karma means. So the best way is to distance yourself. You cannot transform that. You cannot transform what your great-grandfather or great-grandmother did hundred generations ago. You cannot fix that. But the impact of that is still there. It is there in your body, it is there in your mind, it's there in your emotion. For all you know, your great-great-great-great-grandmother's nose is sitting on your face right now. Hey. <laughs> yes. Okay. See, the very, the very epithelial cells, the color and tone of our skin, for a million years the body is still remembered, isn't it? Yes. The simple thing is to distance yourself in such a way that you can stand upon it, not sink into it. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. As we, as we come to a close here, I have 
five quick questions for you. Oh, usually people say one. No, five. <laughs> I'm greedy that way. <laughs> These are very quick, though. First question. What is your favorite meal? Oh, what I get today is my favorite meal. Because I'm, I've been out for all these 40 years traveling. Whatever meal arrives in front of me is always my favorite meal. I knew it would be something great like that. <laughs> Although I would have been excited if you said a cheeseburger. Okay. My, <laughs> no, definitely my... not cheeseburger. I am a very good cook, so I won't like cheeseburger. My daughter certifies that I make the best masala dosa in the world. Oh, I know what that is. I love that. Okay, now, second question. Where is the happiest place for you to sit? On a mountain, on a beach, in your chair, at your home? Uh, I have a bit of an addiction for mountains. Mm -hmm. I can't live without mountains. I end up in the mountains all the time. I trek every year in Himalayas. And where we live in India, we're at the foothills of a absolutely spectacular mountain. From the age of 19, not a single year has passed in my life without trekking in the mountains. That's so beautiful. <laughs> uh, my third question is, do you watch television? Generally news, not so much in America, but in India, if I'm there, I have to be on top of the news. Okay. Number four, are you on social media? Social media for work's sake. Our books are on social yeah. media. Daily quotes are there on social media. All our talks are on social media. This uh, 2020, the year, mm, we have had video views of 1.83 billion video views. It's a fantastic tool if it's used properly. Yes. Because I must say this, so many great beings have come in this world. But when they spoke, hardly 10 people could hear what they were saying. Yeah. And those ten people would go and misinterpret in ten different ways. This is the first time in the history of humanity, this is the first time we can sit here and talk to the entire world. When such an opportunity is there, if you do not transform this world, that means we just don't care. So I don't want to be written down as a man who did not care. So I'm doing everything possible on every kind of media, including social media. Got it. <laughs> and my very last question to you is, is there anybody in the world that you haven't met that you would like to meet? Oh, I would like to meet Ronaldinho. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Well, uh, there's something... See, this is a kind of unharnessed kind of genius. There are many other players who've done way better than him in terms of their scores and winning awards and everything. But here, genius flowed without intent, simply, which I think is always a greater joy to watch. Like, uh, you know, here we have all these white-tailed uh, deer, this jumping and hopping and running just for the fun of it, all right? I think he falls in that category, that he just, just for the joy of it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sadhguru, for such a wonderful hour with you. Thank you, Ali. This has been really lovely. Thank you. Namaskar. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful talking. <laughs> you know, I've always been very intimidated by words like guru. And so I said guru when I was going to interview him. I was a little bit nervous, but it was such a pleasure. I read his book, which is amazing, Karma, A Yogi's Guide to Crafting Your Destiny. 
And I was actually excited to talk to him because one of the perks of having a podcast is that you can read someone's book. And if you have questions, you actually get to ask them firsthand. Um, at the end of the book, Sadhguru uses questions that he gets either a lot or particularly with the idea of karma that people have sent him or asked him. So if you have further questions, the back of his book is a great resource. And of course, my favorite thing about Sadhguru was his wonderful sense of humor. Thank you for listening. And hopefully this will help all of us to pivot a little bit and to become more spiritual and become more ecstatic in our own lives. Thank you for listening to Go Ask Allie. Join me next week when we address our golden years <laughs> and how to set ourselves up for better aging. Dr. Frank Lippman is a vocal pioneer of integrative and functional medicine. He's also the best-selling author of seven books, including The New Rules of Aging. Listen, he shares crucial insights, and some of them are just as simple as getting a little sunlight in the morning. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and follow me on social media, on Twitter at Allie E. Wentworth, and on Instagram at The Real Allie Wentworth. And if you have questions or guest suggestions, I'd love to hear from you. Call or text me at 323-364-6356 or email goaskalleypodcast at gmail.com. Go Ask Alley is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 